<laughs> well, good morning, folks. Good morning. Uh, <laughs> I always love the last day. <laughs> this is not a really good career choice, you know, about this topic. Because you really can't do anything. It's, you know, like Starbucks, they take one product and they make 50 different things out of it. You know, like coffee, and now there's like 50 different things of coffee, but it's still coffee. But this message is sort of doesn't lend itself to stretching itself out in time, you know? Because it doesn't have, it doesn't have anything to do with time. Yeah. And so more isn't better in this case. And... Uh, I, what I run into personally with it is that I don't do retreats or anything because I don't believe in it. I don't believe in a 10-day event. I mean, I believe in a, like a 10-day vacation with like a t- one talk a night or something, but not like, you know, a whole thing where you're studiously going over it because that's the problem is, is you. <laughs> <laughs> the more you study it, <laughs> the more it seems to escape you. And just notice that. And uh, so it is an invitation. Now the invitation can be repeated quite a lot, but it can't be stretched into a dissertation because you'll lose like the lightning bolt aspect of it. Yeah, and then you'll get a description of the storm, so to speak. Yeah, you want to get hit with the lightning or have that hit, and not a telling of, of, you know, other people's hits, or prior hits, or 8,000 year hits, you know, but a hit now. And then a lot of times, it's best to leave it on its own, and let it reverberate in your life, yeah? Not to keep having to listen to it, but to hear it then, yeah? Just to see what happens. And that's what it, that's what it was like for me. I, I heard the message, people delivered it to me, and then I entertained it, and then I honored those people, but I didn't need, I didn't feel impelled to see them anymore. Yeah? Though I honored what happened with them. And this isn't going to happen between me and you, obviously. You're going to want to see me constantly. <laughs> this is my own experience. And, uh, <laughs> because I'm special. I'm different. I'm not like those others. <laughs> but, I mean, I like. I would like to go to satsang, but that drop, that that uh, how I was going there changed. Yes, I wasn't going to look for anything anymore. It's just like right now, like when I go to an AA meeting, I'm not looking to get anything there. I just go there. You know, it's sort of. I'm at the point where I don't think about going to a meeting. I just think about which one. Yeah, and I go there and I feel a presence, and it's pretty reliable, and I, it's just nice, and I participate with others, so I get our sense of belonging, which seems to help with the well-being of the action figure, and and it just works. Yeah, simple as that. I'm not wanting to make it work more or to get an extreme working of it. I just let it work because you do the rest, really. This is just the message. It's just there to trigger what's already available. Yeah? It's just there to trigger what's already available. And then the finding out will happen in your own life. Yes? The reinforcement of that possibility may happen in the meetings, but the finding out 
what it's like will be while you're living. Yeah? Because you can't live in a contrived condition the rest of your days. Yeah? You're not going to be on a 24-7 retreat with catered food and, you know, massages at 12 and 4 and stuff like that. You may, but probably you won't. There's going to be a point where you're going to be out, yeah? And that's where the rubber hits meets the road, and that's where the value of it is, because what you would be driven to look for, you'll be seeing from, yeah? You'll be seeing from the solution instead of looking for another solution, yeah? You'll be seeing from it, and it will bring a whole different ease and comfort, Yes? Not an ease and comfort that comes from a lot of strenuous, arduous looking, but a basic inherent ease and comfort during the day without doing much, really. <laughs> it just becomes the new norm in your life. Yeah. No bells and whistles constantly go off. No one may be, oh, look at that, nothing like that. It's just really dog shit awareness. You're just awake. Yeah? And the point was you've always been awake. Yeah? The only thing that you can do is seem not to be. You can never erase the awakeness, but you can seem not to be awake, which is that what definition again, which is it can appear to be true or false to you. So sometimes this, you will allow yourself, the mental state as your dominant force will allow yourself to feel good when it gives you, when it gives you the permission to be awake. But usually that's based on doing something. Like you went on the retreat and you listened for 12 hours and you meditated and then suddenly you had a little opening. Yeah? It was sort of like a candy for being good. Yes? But the fact is, then that melts in your mouth and then you're back to eating the same old gruel. You know? Seeking and trudging and looking and looking and looking. Yeah? yeah. This isn't that. This is just... This isn't... The, the seeming awake and seemingly unawake. It's awakeness, yeah, that allows you to see the seeming awakeness and seeming unawakeness. But none of them have an effect on the basic awakeness, yeah? You never get, it's like that old Hoos song. The old boss, same, new boss, same as the old boss. You won't be fooled again. You're not fooled anymore. You're inherently awake, and that's that. Yeah? There's nothing that you can do or not do to change it. Yeah? That's just the basic state. Yeah. So, all right, so now that's clear. And so what happens is, if you tend to forget that and you start getting, you assume the role of being the doer of it or the vigilant sentinel of that, then you go to a satsang. Yeah? And then you hear it, the thing gets resubdued, gets dropped, and there you are. The only thing that seems to be efforting is when you're trying to sort of weaken the mental state and so that you arrive at the being state. <clears throat> when you're just resting in the being state, that's it. You know, that's payola. That's the end of it, you know? And you just rest there, and then if some confusion arises and you think you're, you have to do something, then maybe you'll hear something said, and then you go back into that relaxation of resting in the being. Yeah? Instead of looking for being from a mental state, you'll be seeing the mental state from being. Yeah? And you'll see it. The mental state will reveal itself. In one little bit of it, you'll see its whole scheme. Yeah? You really will. It's just... the. The movie isn't that intriguing, it's the audience. Yeah? We're cherishing that idea of being Paul. Yeah? 
when you lose interest in that love of that Paul of being special and right and all this and all that, that interest and attention will be free from that addiction and it will go somewhere. And that's what you find out, what happens with it. You'll find out. Someone says it, what they think happens with it, but it won't do any real good until you start sensing it. Where the interest attention now rests in this life is that enriches my Sunday. Yes? It's not drawing my attention into, it's not drawing me, seemingly me, into tomorrow with the hopes that that will be better than today. Yeah? I don't see the influence of any tomorrow right now. I'm not feeling it, I'm not hearing it, I'm not tasting it, I'm not touching it. It's so obviously there's only this that there's no possibility there could be anything else. Where before my mental state assumes that it could be somewhere other than where it is. Yeah. That assumption's gone. So it's not like it ever landed. I never actually took off. I never went anywhere. It was just a seemingly so. When all the huffing and puffing is done, you're still exactly where you were. Yeah. As what you are. Yeah. All your heinous things hasn't left one mark in it. All your all your self-importance that you could really ruin it can't. Yeah? It's just like openly available at all times. All the requirements are on our, are on our side. We make up shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I did something bad, therefore I don't deserve to feel this. Or I haven't done enough, therefore I don't deserve to do this. Or I did too much, and therefore I don't... It's just like a, a God playing that's keeping God from God, in a way. Yeah. So, so that's why this is, the, this is the message for me. Sometimes I think it's short and sweet, so... Usually when I go into a talk, I'm really impelled to share. But if I had to do this every day, like for four hours a day, I would be bored in three days. It would be like flaying a dead horse. Yeah? I mean, this message is meant to be delivered. Not the mailman. I'm not, I'm like the mailman. I'm not supposed to move in. You know what I mean? I'm not supposed to move in. I'm meant to, I'm meant to, you know, here's the news, okay? <laughs> See ya. <laughs> or let me go home with you. No, no, no. Here's the news, you know. Please, please read it, you know. Maybe entertain it. <laughs> All right, we're going to have 10 days getting the same mail. No. There's no need to get it for 10 days straight. Maybe it would do it would do too much. You see? There would be too much opportunity to think about it. And once the thinking is around it, it makes it something. Yeah? So maybe the first day you feel what's going on, by the third day you've made it something. Yeah? And now you're practicing your program through the next seven days. Yes? And you're gonna get your results. Yeah? Which is what you don't want anymore. So now, this is just short and sweet, and I love it that way, because the trigger is there here, and yet this is where it flowers, and it isn't in a certain pot, and it doesn't need a certain temperature or a certain climate. It's all-terrain vehicle-ness, you know? You, you'll see it. You go to your job. See, this is not a path to illumination. It is not a path to illumination. You are not going to get suggestions and steps to get somewhere that you're not. It's not happening. This is, this is, 
what will illuminate every path you're on, or any path you're on. But it is not a path to illumination, but it will illuminate every path you're on. Because whatever path you're on, you're on it, and you are the bearer of the light. You are the bringer of the light. We're now trying to use light to... Can you, is this working? Oh, I don't want to screw it up like this. <laughs> We're now, in some states, trying attempting to use light light to find light. Yes? You know how absurd that is? If you could just sit with it? We're trying to use mind to find mind. <laughs> Does it, you ever hear of on, uh, the onion? It's a little satirical thing. My friend sent me something, and I, don't, I hope I do it justice, but they, it was like, uh, the Congress of Psychologists finally admit they can't know mind. <laughs> They've been trying to use mind to know mind for a long time, and they finally admit it's impossible. <laughs> you can't use mind to find mind. Yeah? There's just a recognition because what is, what causes that assumption that seems to be so seems so logical is there's been an act of identification as in place. Yeah, you become identified as something, and the, from that logic, it sounds like yeah, I should be looking for the truth. It makes total sense, but it's an insane system that it's coming from. Yeah. The underlying state is insanity, and then there's an extreme righteous logic. Yeah. If you don't see the underlying state, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm not feeling right. I've got to go look for something to make me feel better. It cannot obviously be me, because it seems like the me I want to get out of. Yeah, I don't want this me to be the center of my life. It's driving me crazy. You know, I don't want to find it in that. I want to find it out there for that. Yeah? And there we go. And we think, hey, if I get a good enough practice, it will soothe that beast. Has it? We end up, you know, it's like an extortion. You know, tightening. All right. I'm not going to let you feel peace unless you kick up your meditation two hours a day. All right. Two hours a day. And then what happens? You're meditating every day. You have this sense of calm. But what happens if you miss the meditation? All day, you interpret the whole day as ruined. Why? Because you didn't meditate. But when you were a kid, were your days ruined if you didn't meditate? <laughs> but suddenly now, your day is ruined because you haven't meditated. Don't you see that as a requirement? And what's, what's putting that requirement up to be met? Is it you? Or is it the tyrant of the parasite of self-centeredness? You're living under a fucking yoke and it's driving us to this and that, this and that, this and that. How many persons have heard it, heard the message, and yet they've gone to 20 other different people delivering it so they can get a flavor of something they never fucking tasted? You entertain it and then you get a hit of it. More flavors aren't going to produce the taste. Yeah? One can do. One taste of any ice cream will tell you what ice cream is. Yeah? It's not collecting flavors and not having any taste. There's a recognition. For me, it was an unspoken yes. I heard it from some other person, and it registered to a point where I knew it beyond knowing, you know? I knew it. I said, knew it. And it was like the gig was up. 
All right, now I'm going to read, read some books, entertain it, feed it, because there seems to be an incredible curiosity now. Let's feed it. Not to- it's like this. It's like an old car. And it breaks down, and you're with your friend. And it's an old car, so you got a carburetor, yes? And you got the air filter. So I'm in the car, and I have my friend go out, and i got a can of gas. And I'm trying to start it. I'm pumping it, but it won't catch. So we, go, we open up the hood, take the air filter out, and I tell my friend, put a couple of drops of gas in the, in the carburetor, yeah? When he puts a couple of gas in the carburetor, I pump it, pump it, and it catches, yeah? If he pours more in, it floods it again. It floods it, yeah? All it needs is a couple of drops, and as soon as the engine's on, it doesn't need any more. Recognize your engine is already on. It's already on. So then you won't be beholden to anything. Yeah? You'll be truly and literally free because nothing can keep the peace from you. Nothing can charge you money to get the peace. You're not walking into places to see what you can get. You're walking into places because you're walking into places, basically. And then expression occurs. Instead of, we've had, we thought the hose was a vacuum, and it's not. It's a hose. We made a mistake. We thought it was supposed to suck shit up. It's, it's supposed to conduct something else. Water, yes? Or one, you want to call it awareness or consciousness. Wants to move through. In recovery, they talk about the hole. They call, sometimes call it the God hole. And everyone's trying to fill it up. But if they stop trying to fill it up, they realize it's a portal. It's going to come out there. Yeah? It's not, a, it's not something to fill up. Leave it alone. Some, something's going to come through. Yeah? If you're busily going, and the, then the thing wants to go, how is it going to happen? Yeah. The sense of being wants to express. It doesn't need any more accumulation. It's already complete in and of itself. It's not, it can't get better. It's complete. It doesn't need any more time to get ready to express. It's timeless. It doesn't have to go through purification to be able to express. It's timeless. It's not a thingness. How can we keep separating ourselves from that by this allegiance to this idea, this mental idea that we're somehow completely a body. And then to take every time we feel the attributes of consciousness, keep applying them as an attribute, attribute I have as a body. Yeah? Like I'm the one who's seeing. Just because things are claimed doesn't mean they're yours. Yes? You claim them to be your thoughts. Do they behave? Do they behave like you would like them to behave? How many affirmations have you said with the hopes that something would change? How much was returned? How much? How much all the tithing, all the thinking, how much has it really delivered? It's been taking all your interest out of your bank, not putting any in. Yeah. 
It's been you've been living in a heist. We've been living in a heist, not knowing it, pointing fingers at everything else. Where we're we're already occupied territory. We're beholden to a crazy idea of mind. It's so freeing when you feel it's like you've been a storage unit and then it's so great when the windows like juxtapost windows open up and you feel some circulation. You feel aliveness actually happening. The interest, interest and attention isn't stunted by this billboard with my picture on it. It goes through, circulates, picks up the pollen, the pollen of infinity, brings it back here, pollinates your days with it. Yes, comes back, spends it all, and goes back and gets pollinated again by the eternal flowers, and then comes back, and now you feel the better for it. You feel like you're a living fucking system, you know? Not just the living physical organs, but a spirit, what do you want to call it? Energetic, spiritual, and it's completing its circuitry, yes? Not... Everything I see, it's been me seeing it, you know? Me, this. Everything I hear, this hearing, you know? But no, hearing, seeing, you know, just like a giant rush. It's like hearing the ocean all day. You hear the celestial spheres. You hear what they call as the music of the spheres. You can hear it all day. It's the underlying sound. All other sounds rest on. You're like a generator. You can hear the humming of of oddness going on all day. You can always go back to it. And just rest there. If you need an object on meditation, rest in that. Your own generation. Your own onness. Your own, the own I am. You can sense the engine of I amness. The sense, the, the engine of being. You can hear it humming. Yeah? Put the mind there. It's always available. It's the greatest object of meditation of all. It's happening right in your own body. Just vibrations are making it. It's all going off. If you ever hear one, capture it. Sit on it. See what happens. It all starts from recognizing what you're not. Because it doesn't matter if it's so, if there's no attention and interest to honor that. It doesn't. If your interest and attention has been captured by the mental state and has been hidden in the mental state in time, it's been stretched out into all those past ideas, all those ideas going there, and then all these future concerns. So this incredible power has been distilled into it, has very little influence now except to keep the enslavement in place. The same old, same old thoughts about what's going to happen to me, and you just run right to it, and your interest attention prays at it, and it's like worshipping your idol of Paul. Yeah. And so you feel empty now, and so what, what, will you, what are you going to do? Almost anything. For me, I went down the drug and alcohol path, and I would do almost anything not to be here. Because the here wasn't here, it was a mental here. I was trapped in my mental state. My interest and attention couldn't fucking get out. 
Because every time it tried to go out, it went out as a self, which is a product of the mental state. It couldn't escape the effects of time. You know? I'd do good at 9.02, but 9.03 would always show up. And by 11, I'd be a fucking wreck. All the pressure of me having to behave or show up or be responsible was was an unbearable weight. I didn't think I had it in me. So I'd say, fuck that and get loaded. It makes sense. I mean, that's a real crude solution to an imaginary problem. You know? Maybe I could look at the root of it. Am I that which thinks all these things are so important? When people say, I'm, I'm worried about, you know, I'm worrying about next week, and they try to put on the attention at, on the act, why not just see who's worrying? If it's not, if next week isn't about you, you'll lose interest in next week. That's the only reason why you're interested in it, is because you're going to be there. All of this interest and all of its enslavement is based on being identified as a self. All the thoughts, that's the only weather vane they go to in the past. It's a picture of you. You're thinking about what happened to you five years ago. Yeah. And you're thinking about what will happen to you five hours from now. Yeah. And you have incredible concern because you're afraid it won't go your way. Why? Because it hasn't in the past. You're trying to manage and control to try to keep something that can't be stabilized to be stable at least for five minutes. You know, so I can have a respite one day. It's like a never-ending chore, and the return is so minimal. Yeah, all based on this fucking idea that you're, you're something that lacks, you're something that needs, you're something, you're something, you're something, you're something. And the only thing that's going to leaven that trip is some nothing. Yeah? You've got to allow something in. Not for you. Because I'll tell you, the being has already been hijacked, in a sense, by the mental state. We're trying to do and have ourselves into a, a state of being. And all you can do and have yourself into is another mental state. You cannot do and have yourself into being. Being is what's prior to all the doing and having. Then he gets to the point, well, why don't you just let go? I remember when used to, people used to say that, why don't you just let go? I said, what the fuck? I would if I could. I can't let go because I believe I'm holding on. That was where the release was. Have I ever held on? No. Cut out. See, if it's about me letting go, it assumes I've been holding on. That's a lie. There's no me to hold on to anything. That was where my salvation came. This freedom that came to me was prior to the bondage, not after the bondage. It wasn't about letting go. It was realizing there was never anything holding on. There's never been a thought that could affect anything. The freedom is prior to the bondage. It's realizing something, that you were never that, you will never be that, and you are not that now. 
It's not something you produce. It's just a fact. Yeah? We're living in la-la land. We're in a, a mental delusion. We're taking ourselves to be something we're not. And the whole mental state is about facilitating the reinforcement of that. Yeah? Why do you think you're obsessed with self so much? Because if you weren't, you wouldn't feel like you were a self. Something that isn't so has to proclaim it so all day. Something that is so doesn't have to say a damn thing. Yeah. But something that isn't so has to keep advertising it so all day so that you will buy it. Yeah. You will put it on. And then you will live by its dimensions and its rules. And suddenly that little kid that was free and spontaneous and had wonder and awe, wonder and awe, is now a, a slave of time. And where's the wonder and awe in our lives? How many times are we stopped by a flower now? We're too busy. We've got to get somewhere. With somewhat, some weird hope that when we get there, it's going to fulfill what we didn't get fulfilled here. It's always another there. It goes on and on. It's like, you know, this, you know, you ever see those hamster wheels in a cage? Yeah. It's just a metal thing. Yeah. It doesn't, it, the, the definition of the wheel has to be brought to it by the hamster. The hamster, when it gets in, starts running around. And it's bitching about the wheel, but it's causing it. And then when it gets out, it goes, I can't believe a miracle. The wheel stopped. And then, and then it goes, wow, it's great. And then uh, suddenly it's back in the wheel, and there it goes again. And it never puts two and two together. The wheel is the wheel because you are. You're in it. As soon as there's the hamster, it makes the hamster wheel. As soon as there's a sense of self, there's a sense of time. They're the same thing. They're synonymous. There is no sense of self without time. And there is no time without the sense of self. Self has to be remembered. It needs time. It can appear, so it can only seem to appear, and it seems to appear to appear by being remembered. You're in, that's why you're so exhausted sometimes, because your mental state is hugely busy reinforcing this crazy idea that you're a body. See it, when you do something you love, you play music, or have sex, or surf, you forget you forget your attention isn't on the remembrance of self. You're not following every thought. You're in the wave or you're rolling around with someone you love, whatever it may be that, that is a part where it expresses in your life. It's not coming from the event into you. It's triggering that thing, that joy or that from you. That's all. Yeah? Don't think it's that that's producing it. You... You are, it's being, it's being drawn out of you because that's the predilection that's in place in your life. You love the water. So the, in there, it gets, what that is gets drawn out. It doesn't get put in. Yeah. Selfing, all it does, it takes all that interest and attention 
and puts it into the mental state and then loses its true fucking power by dispersing it on these, these strings of time. So it, it gets sent to think about you an hour ago, five minutes ago, four hours ago. Then it gets sent to think about you, the follow thoughts about you a minute later, five hours later, three years later. And you know what? You exhaust its fucking potential, its possibility, which is to bring up, to really enlighten one in the state of being. Yeah? To really be very illuminated in the state of being. The electricity of that state is brought to you by the interest and attention, and now it's been dispersed in this fucking time tunnel. And all the thoughts are like targets because they represent it's a thought about me, or it's my thought. And there it goes. The intention and interest, like a bloodhound, follows that scent and goes to all those insane possibilities. Oh, I'm going to have cancer. Or I'll be destitute. And it's not even destitution you're worried about. It's the meaning the head gives it. The meaning of the head gives it all is what's scaring the bejesus out of you. You have no idea what it would be like to be destitute. It may be great. You may finally open up to humility and something could really happen, but that's not what you think will happen. And so you're afraid of what you think will happen. Not what's going to happen or not. You're a fucking scared shit. You're going to get the meanings that you're thinking about in life at you. What is that? What's fueling that meaning is the faith you have in the thought system. You believe the fucking things. And they use the whole sway over you. Everyone here has tons of faith. Faith manifests by the vehicle it's put in. I'm going to say it again. In manifestation, there's a force, there's something that's been demonstrated. You want to call it a force of mind. Big M mind. Faith. Yet faith, what its effects in manifestation are based on what it is put into. So let's say there's a thought system that's built on time. Yes? That's centered in self. Yes? that has extreme swings of inordinate concern for this self. And you have faith in the thoughts. So when the thoughts go five years from now, and, you're, and, you have, and the faith impels them there, you believe the thoughts, the, it produces an effect right now. You contract as this event. Your body contracts, your emotional state contracts, a little shell starts forming, Yes? And now you can't receive and nothing can really transmit. You're just living a horizontal loop of what can happen to me. And so faith put in the vehicle of this fucking failed thought system will produce tons of anxiety. It will mimic the effects of fear and there's nothing that's there to threaten you. It's all happening in the mental realm. And now what they've come to? Pills. Stuff like that to try to get relief. Oh, you don't have to leave the mental state. We'll just try to make it better. And then in America, they have to say the side effects. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, you'll get a good night's sleep, but you may have rectal cancer, rectal bleeding. And this, oh, okay, it sounds, I, that sounds pretty good. I'll take my chances. Can you imagine that as a solution? 
Oh yeah, one eye may drop out or may not. You'll bleed from the rear end, but you'll be sleeping while it's happening. So who cares about an eye? That's a that's a solution. Oh no, don't you? Nothing has to change about you. We'll just change how you feel about it all. All right, but then you'll become addicted. To trying to change, and then you're going to get a whopping bad feeling to get, when you stop taking this that's producing the good feeling. Enslavement upon enslavement upon enslavement with this stubbornness of not wanting to leave the mental state. I want to be there to get it. I want to be there as a mental state to have a spiritual awakening. <laughs> It doesn't, cannot work. Self only appears in the mental state. It's talking like it wants to transcend the mental state. There is no self. It can only appear in the mental state. It can only be remembered. If it left the mental state, it would be exactly what it's always been, nothing. It wouldn't even leave a smoke trail. It's nothing. It's a little imagination that's getting breathed life into by us. Because we believe it all. You know what this could be doing? Service. You know what this could be doing? Playing music. You know what this could be doing? Running up a beautiful hill to see a vista. But no. Paul. All fucking day. And then they, they always get popped or they're leaking. You know what I mean? You lose your ass to save your face. We're living based on an image. You know? I was, for some reason, I heard it, and maybe I was done with it, because I had followed some of these formulas, and they had led nowhere. And I was really, really, as we say, there's a statement in recovery that I don't know other people can really experience it like a an addict in a bottom, but it says pitiful, incomprehensible demoralization. It's an incredible state of mind to be in. A mental state with just, the, the emotions are so flat. You're so removed out of the physical, you're not feeling a fucking thing physically. And you're just bereft, you know, you're just so, you just, it's just, un, you're just, it's unbearable anymore. It's unbearable, but you can't seem to get out of the state that you're in. Yeah. This is where it leads to extreme cases. It leads to a pitiful, incomparable, incomprehensible state of demoralization. Save yourself that fucking experience. You know? Realize the horse you're riding is dead, and a real live one will come right by. Literally. They're running by you all day. You just keep hoping this fucking horse is going to make the next turn. It's dead, you know? It's a dead, failed system. It's wreaking havoc on you. I mean, even the thing you're not, the physicality, the emotions. The emotions are so skewered in most people. We can't even appreciate or receive or, or transmit love for another. It's like, there's too much thought that surrounds it, you know? Too much freaking thought surrounds everything. You know, there is, this is, I come only here because this is the seat assignment. But I've been a beneficiary of a lot of the freedom. You know. hmm. 
Just from what's absent in my life, the relief is unbelievable. Just from what's absent, it can't be an experience anymore because they're not here. But I know what it was like, that shadow, and the absence of that is an extreme, extreme relief that provokes a huge amount of gratitude. Yeah? And that's not even talking about the presence that became available. <laughs> Just what is absent now that was constantly present in my life is more than enough. And yet I got the double gift of the presence of that space. You know? I don't see, you know, I just attempt to share it as, see, as I see it. And I don't see it as, let's make this the new goal. Just look at what you're taking yourself to be. Yeah? If you're not that, that's that. Yeah? The first step out from it, yeah, will just lead to more steps from it. And you won't be pulled to look back when it starts crying its old story. What about me? You won't be identified with that me. Wait, wait, I want to come with you to the spiritual awakening. No fucking way, bro. You know, right? <laughs> sort of like, you know, you lost your bags at the airport. Don't claim them. <laughs> just like, leave them. Oh, yeah, that's me, mine. No, just walk away. You'll be so much better off. Seriously. <laughs> Really, you will. Extremely better off. And you'll be used, you know? You'll be used in little ways and big ways to express this this possibility. Never, it doesn't have to be in words. That's just one seat assignment, you know? You'll bring it to your relationships. You'll bring it to your job. You'll bring it to wherever you are, you know? one thing I don't mind pounding away at is you've got to be careful well you don't just let this enter you the main movement of selfing is to, is to claim yeah the main movement of this mental process called selfing is to claim so whatever consciousness brings into contact that it notices you know it's going to try to claim it that's what it does. Yeah. And once it claims it, it's made it something. And it may look similar to what you thought the truth would be like, or whatever, but it's not it. It's a duplicate, yeah? It's an interpretation, a conceptual one, of what may be a real possibility. So you get left holding a bag that really won't serve you when you really need it the most. <laughs> it will serve you in name only and in controlled environments like a meeting or a retreat. It will seem to work there. But in life, it probably won't. Yes? Because it's not, it's not it. It's an interpretation of it. Yeah? That's like the difference between the, viewing and the view and the vision. Yeah? The view and understanding can be helpful, but it's not the most practical aspect. The aspect of seeing is the most practical. Yeah? The understanding is sort of like a substitute. So if you have erratic seeing, usually overshadowed by looking, you need an understanding to keep it at, keep the looking down and allow the seeing to become more prevalent. But when the seeing gets a certain state of uh, domination over the mental state, that's all you need is the seeing. Yeah? 
Now, it's how you're seeing is the understanding, not an understanding about what you're looking at. Yeah? It's how you're seeing is the understanding, a living understanding, not an understanding while you still have the self-centered looking. It's different. Totally different. Totally different. They both have their own points of value, but the seeing is a lot more economical. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's you. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> you become the dispeller of confusion. You don't have to wave a sword or anything. You know, the seeing, very clearly seeing. Yeah? Blue is blue and red is red. Everything gets very obvious. Especially metaphysical stuff. <laughs> you get freed from the need to be liberated, <laughs> which is the greatest gift of all. Really. Your interest gets... You would think that if you thought you became spiritual, your interest would be put into quote-unquote spiritual things. It may not be. <laughs> your interest is going to go where it goes. yeah, And it will enrich your experience here. Yeah. Instead of enslave it to an interpretation. Well, it's that simple, really. You know, entertain the possibilities. I feel like I delivered the subpoena, the spiritual subpoena. Uh, we'll have one more court date later this afternoon. <laughs> and we will uh, and we will go over all your convictions and you will be they'll all be annulled in the court of light. Yes, we're not going to, we're we're adjourning the mental courts. Yes, they're being turned off today. All your subpoenas, all your warrants, you're free from. We're bringing all our charges into the court of light, and and you'll be freed before you ever did anything. Yes? Yes. Yes. That's That's what we're doing here. Yes? Bringing about the court of light to override all the judgments of the court of mind, the mental courts. Yes? Because you and I have been convicted in the mental courts already. Because we haven't done what we should have done. (laughs) I should have done that thing, but I didn't do it. And I did something I should have done. And there's no forgiving me. I should have gave my mother money that time when I had it. And I didn't. I bought cocaine. So I am convicted. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) All right, I want to go to another court. All right, down the halls, the mental court four. I'm convicted there too. Convicted there. All right, let's go to the mental philosophical court. I'm still convicted by trying not to be convicted. (laughs) Now, let's go upstairs to court of life. There's no court dates today. Because <laughs> nothing's happened. Nothing ever happened. Nothing will happen. You're all fucking free to go. <laughs> Stop paying all those fines. <laughs> Man, I bet you you probably go, you you wouldn't leave the court. Because you think you're convicted. <laughs> I have. I want my sentence. <laughs> I'm adamant about it. I did do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so be it. As you wish. <laughs> As you believe, so it is. <laughs> You won't let yourself off your own hooks. 
<laughs> you're busy blaming everything. You've got a big fucking hook in your own head, and it's your arms holding it up. <laughs> you're so right about you being so wrong. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> As you wish, it will come to be. <laughs> Have your saints and your saviors, they'll all fail you. You've been convicted in your court. If your greatest ma- dead master would show up right now and say you have to do, ne- you never had to do anything, you never need to do anything in the future, after about an hour later, you'd be on the meditation pillow again. <laughs> You wouldn't fucking listen to him or her either. You listen only to the head. That's the God of all gods, is the mental head. Yes? In the native traditions, it's suggested that children will split or another psychology will split at seven or sometime in there. And as I'm understanding it, you know, the split of ego, and if I look at myself, I remember, you know, time that was four, a lot of drama and mind came in and said, I have to do something and I did. And and ever since then it was until I let go. And and occasionally after remind myself to let go again, but uh, not occasionally a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I look at that event and, and that mind made up the story of all this drama that was going on and that I had to do something. And I'm sure I did it like in, in my judgment is I did it wrong. Even though it worked out in a way, I still have the judgment that I did it wrong. So that's been, you know, torturing me. You know, in, in its own way. Uh for the longest time, and as I'm beginning to recognize that limitation, and while I was fighting with that war within myself, and and, I'm hearing the opportunity that we all have, the possibility to let let go and just be in, in that state of being rather than the state of mind. Yes, but but my my question was that is there? It seems like right now there's not even any work for us to do in remembering the original cause (laughs) or the event where we split. Or well, the thing is, you never split. You see, the original cause is that is what's producing that feeling that you were the one that split. There was splitting, let's say, but why does that have to imply there was a you that did it? That's the selfish. Yeah? And it's a cause. It's not an original cause. This is definitely not original at all. (laughs) But that's the cause of it. It's the feeling that you somehow did it or didn't do it is the dilemma, not what happened. But that was identity. It's It's the act of being identified as that. So the splitting... implied there was a splitter. And that's the sense of selfing. 
it produces the sense of being the one behind the action, the one behind the seeing, the one behind the feeling, the one behind the thinking, and there is no one behind any of it. That's where the freedom lies. It's not by recuperating and, and re-educating that one that, was, that did that split. It's realizing there wasn't a one who did that split. There has never been what the mental state assumes to be so, a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. That's you. There has never been that. Yeah? You have a ex- lot of experience of that being the case when you, or there was a baby that was called you, there was no sense of self for quite a while in that baby's first 8 or 10 or 12, 14 months of life. It had to grow. Where did it grow? It didn't grow in its freaking elbow. It grew in, in the brain through the a mental state was being developed that had an idea about all this to seem to organize it, which was, it's happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so we lost the sense of life is happening, and we acquired an interpretation of life's happening as to me. Yeah? And we're not liking a lot of the results, but we're trying to get out of it as the me that life seems to be pointing at. And my humble s- suggestion is there is no me that's being pointing at. So if you want to get out of life, Get out of the life that you think you're in. Get out of the me that thinks it's in it. That's all. And it's so easy to get out of it because we've never been in it. That's the bottom line. If it was something that had to be done, it would be Herculean in nature. But And that's the problem. What people want it to be Herculean so they can be like Hercules, another one. But it's not. It's prior to the bondage. Just question the assumptions of the mental state. I don't mean all of the insane ones, just the bottom line ones. You, all that is, that's the only place that's needed. Because your interest and your being beholden to all the other assumptions is based on the beholding to the one assumption that you're a self. Being the self, it's like sort of like this row of old ideas. The best way to get rid of, to get relieved of old ideas is getting relieved of the oldest idea, and that's your someone. Yeah? All the other old ideas are like a necklace that is strung by that. Yes? This changes, they'll, oh, suddenly, I've let go of my old ideas. No, you didn't. What was holding them all together changed, and then, yes? It's sort of like a row of knots. You have a row of knots. Yes? And so let's say the twelfth row of knot is financial security. Eleventh knot is relationships with others. Eight knot is physical health. Okay? So we're living this we're living down up and down this row of knots, trying to manage and control all these volatile things. So all right, I'm, my relationships haven't been up to par in my view. So I'm going on relationship uh, retreats and reading books. And I'm thinking, like, oh, I felt it opened up the knot, and I tell everyone about it and stuff like that. And then two weeks later, the knot's closed, tightens up again. Oh, don't read that. But you told me to read that. Oh, no, it sucked. It didn't work for me. So we're doing these things, but the, 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 fall, the fail back or the fallback mechanism is to be knotted. Yes? So you work hard, and you get, all right, my finances, they're pretty good. Then the stock market crashes. And then all the stuff you thought had set up was all gone. So, oh, yeah? So, but if you look at the knots, 
go get go down the road. Yeah. There's the first knot. Let's say is the identification as a self. Yes. That's the first contraction. That's what the body is. The mind had an idea of being something. It contracted into a body. That's the first knot. Yes. And then the mind, the mind of all minds, gets identified with this little this little thing. So there's the knot. What happens? This is what happened with me. I went there instead of trying to deal with all my problems, I went to who's having the problems. It just made fucking sense, finally. Yeah. So I went there, I'm exploring, and this and that, and then this knot loosened up, and lo and behold, a thread comes from here that goes to all the other knots that are actually holding the other knots in place. So when this was released, these all loosened up. Yeah? I said, fucking far out. Yeah? It seemed I hit, I got to the last point you can get. And that's where you sur- you open up, and the grace occurs, and the grace just went, and I saw over time all these other topics were loosening up, without much thought or effort on my part. I wasn't taking any more specific seminars. I wasn't targeting my problem. I was just I got to I don't like to say the original, but let's say in a linear way the first. Yeah. That loosened, everything else loosened. Voila! I feel quite confident in sharing the message because it's worked in this life. It worked in it. I got relief from what needs to get relief. So all the need to get relief has diminished because I got relief from what really needed to get relief. But from, from, not for it. For is the slavery. All the retreats, and you're just enslaved trying to get relief for it. It doesn't work. It eats it up like crazy. Yeah? But relief from it, that's the direction. Yeah? So, don't worry about the thoughts. Just go to the one thought that you're the thinker. See if that's true. If you're not the thinker, you'll lose interest in the thoughts. They're fucking boring. What makes them seem so so interesting is they're yours, really, or they're about you. Other than that, they stink. They're so boring. Have you ever gone on a? Have you ever used a journal and then you go back like twenty years later? The journal. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of every night. I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of. Just change the topic. You know. I'm afraid of. You know, not having a girlfriend. I'm afraid of getting married. I'm afraid I, I won't get divorced. You know, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, 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 afraid. So the, there's the baseline anxiety. Yeah, just finding ways to express. Yeah, you take one topic off, it expresses in, t- in your spiritual search. How many people are anxious about their spiritual condition now? I don't know. I gotta make. I'm, I'm monitoring my spiritual condition. I think it's in intensive care. You know what I mean? All right, come on. All the saints, come in here. I need some fucking spirit blood put in this body. My, I don't know. I don't think I'm doing well. Why? I haven't been doing anything. Oh, oh, oh you know, you sign up for that retreat. And I know who you should go on the retreat for. I'm affiliated with them. I get ten percent kickback. Yes, sign up for that retreat. Five hundred dollars. Yes, it goes on and on and on. Go to the point. Exact nature of the wrong. Get the right diagnosis. Yes? And then you can expect, very humbly, good results. Yeah? 
So me, finally, when I got back to the idea of being this long-lasting, independent, separate, that's when I got results that are, that are worthy of the name solution. Because the solution real, told me, revealed to me, the problem doesn't exist as me. The problem doesn't exist as me. Yes? Mm-hmm. I find that some spiritual paths I have the tendency to uh, attach to the big self. Like now I, I start to know I'm not the small self. Yeah. And then uh, I kind of trying to grab the big self and I am that I am. But uh, it still mm, don't feel like really free. Still, like okay, I'm on spiritual path, and I am that big self, and like that's great. And in meditation, I feel I felt that wow, that's really great. That 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 is what I am. Uh, <laughs> it just yeah. yes, yes, yes. If you are that, you don't need to grab it, honey. Yes. Yeah. So it's still not yes. So it just. Uh, <laughs> It's well, it's not like it's not like it's cooking. It's not going to cook and be done. You're already it. Take the stove off. Take the pot off the stove. Yes, have it al dente now. <laughs> Seriously, you are not going to have a grasp of the big self. The big self is a story in the realm of the little self. There is no self. Literally, there is no big self in comparison to a little self. There is no self. That's what you already are. And what happens sometimes, we get to lose, seemingly lose it, by looking for it so much. Yes? Maybe if you just relax and let, let quote-unquote, Lee be Lee, you'll find out you're not Lee. Instead of trying to constantly revise and change Lee, because you think it should be better, maybe you should just let, let Lee alone and it will reveal to you to you that you're not that. And trying to instead of trying to make it not that, just it's gonna let it finally be what it wants to be, and it has to reveal its true nature that it isn't. It's you trying to make it something that's disguising it. Yeah, you don't. It's, that's what happens. I had it with, on a broad level of my life in AA. You know, when I was out there using, I did a lot of bad things. You know, to people myself and others, everything like that. And I had a lot of guilt and shame around it, a huge amount of guilt and shame about my behaviors and stuff. So a lot of my activity was to make that unreal, yeah? So if I stayed loaded, it didn't seem as real, you know, that I, you know, I was just such a kid, not giving my mother money when I had it, and all like that. So I would just stay as low as I could, and I was in the effort of trying to make those things unreal because they seemed so real to me, Yes? And then finally I came in AA and I let all those things I had been trying to make unreal be as real as they wanted to be. I am an asshole. You know what? I did that to you. And all like this. I let it all land. And when I let it all land, it revealed that it's unreal. But it wasn't going to allow... I wasn't allowing it to reveal its unreality by trying to make it unreal. Yeah? I let it be as real as it wants to be and you'll see through it. I was afraid that I was what I was thinking I was. And therefore, I was busy trying to deny that. I was afraid that something was inherently bad in me. And so, I, I, 
was trying to make it unreal and I was being as bad as you could fucking be in the pursuit of trying to make it unreal. And as soon as it caught up to me, I let it all be as real as it wanted to be. It revealed its nature, which it's unreal. I was giving it the reality it had by trying to make it unreal. You see? This is what we're doing in practices. We're trying to make what's unreal, unreal, and therefore we make it real to us. Ha! It's such an insane thing. But you won't see it because we're caught in a very insane system, so the logic sounds sound. It seems like it makes sense while we're in the system, but it's insane. Yeah? We're trying to get into what we can't be out of, and we're trying to get out of what we can't be in. Really, literally. We're trying to get out of self, which we can't be in, and we're trying to get into the moment, which we can't be out of. It's like fucking crazy. It's exhausting, because it doesn't work, right? I mean, how many things have we all done in here? If we combined all our efforts, it would be, it would be gargantuan. Yeah. You know what I mean? We could move mountains. It would be a mountain to be moved, really. Yeah. And yet, here we is. <laughs> You know, it's like, I mean, <laughs> maybe go to right to nothing and maybe that will turn into everything for you. Instead of trying to get all these somethings, because they end up being nothing, really. Really, I did a lot of stuff out there, spiritual stuff, quote unquote. I did, I was, I, I, I was committed, you know. I mean, you have to go to India, I went there twice. I met, went on retreats in Thailand in the jungles. Just with soup once a day, lose 20 pounds in there. But I was fucking high as a kite, you know, 13 hours and starving yourself, you're going to have a feeling of highness. Yeah. You know, I did this, that, I did Course in Miracles, went to a cult of Course in Miracles, had a great time. People were Kundalini events every day, going in trances, you'd be sitting, people were going, woo, 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 yeah, things, people just going bananas. Wow, that's spirit. So I thought all this stuff was. And then, you know, I'd be with someone there who was like a light junkie, and they told me it didn't mean a damn thing. I said, thank you, you saved me a lot of time. Yeah? And then I realized, all the bells and whistles are just that. What we want is a baseline that's reliable, that produces an ease and comfort in our own skin right now, and allows us to be flexible and fit ourselves around circumstances instead of trying to manage circumstances to fit around us. And you won't be able to do that from the mental state. The being state, that's, its, that's its, a natural form of expression from there. But in the mental state, it's too fucking contrived. Yes? There's going to be managing and trying to control everything. And it produces anxiety and stress. And therefore you want relief. So you eat or you drink or you shoot up or you have incessant sex or whatever it may be. And you wonder why. Oh, I just love doing those things. No. They're being produced by something else you don't see and you're trying to move away from it. Yeah? From all the addictions are trying to move away from something. Yeah? You're not going towards anything in the addiction. You're trying to get away from something. You're trying to get away from you. In most cases, or self, but as a self, that's why it doesn't work. If I could, if you could transcend with drugs, I would have. 
I would match my devotion to drugs with any spiritual devotee in the history of spirituality. The Hanuman, all of them. I was right up there. I gave everything to it. I prostituted myself constantly. I loved it. I take what was yours and gave it to it. I, I was totally committed, devoted to it, year after year. And there was no transcendence. And I believe that's how I was going to transcend. I believe if I taught my mind up to a sufficient point, it would snap and I'd be free. Well, it didn't fucking work. <laughs> and it wasn't my fault. It, you can't transcend an imaginary place. You, to leave somewhere, it has to be a place to leave. It has to be real. It isn't. That's the one point we're missing, and it keeps producing the same mistake, trying to get out of what you can't be in. And huge businesses have been built around that idea, trying to get out of what you can't. You know, it's going to take lifetimes to get out of what you're not, what you can't be at. No, it'll take longer than that. It won't happen. <laughs> so karma doesn't exist. It exists for the body, but you're not the body. This Ford will show its effect, all of its dents as another Ford in it, when it manifests. Yeah, there's like a factory of Fords. We're all Fords. Yeah, we think we put a special emblem on it, but we smell like a Ford, drive like a Ford. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why do you think astrology works so well? It's about the Ford. Yeah. We can say, you were born, you came out of this Ford factory January 21st, 1952, 2 o'clock. You'll probably have these tendencies. Wow, how did they know? Well, they, they knew where, the, where I was built, the body. Yeah? An Aquarian body's going to run like this. Oh, oh, wow, unbelievable. How do you think astrology can be so good? It's not about what we are, it's about what we've taken ourselves to be. If you're born a certain time that you came from that factory, they know how that factory runs because they've been watching it for thousands of years and they say, this is how it's probably going to go. And you wow, they are so spot on. How did they know? Because you're thinking you're so special when you're a Ford. <laughs> really? Yeah. As this body, you're a Ford. You're a Chevy, I'm a Ford. Yeah. We, we, have, we have a personalized uh, uh, manual, but basically it's the, that's not the manual. I mean, that's why we're so confused. We think we should be a Cadillac. <laughs> oh, we're a Ford. <laughs> it would go much easier if you just realized, hey, I'm a Ford, and then you'd realize I'm not a Ford. Instead of fucking denying the Fordness, trying to act like you're something else, let yourself be exactly what you think you're not. What, exactly what you think this is, let it be so, and it will reveal itself not to be you. You're making it what it is. It was, it was so obvious if you just looked at what's going on that it cannot possibly be what you are. You don't stop here. You're not behind the cheekbone. You know what I mean? Do all the lights go off when I shut my eye to the lights? No. It's light. You're light. <laughs> you know? Does the show stop when I cut? Oh, nothing, you know? No, they're still seeing. It's just being blocked by the shade. Yeah, so it can't see through the, the faculty of vision, but it's seeing in all these other ways. You can't put a stop to it. It's like a, playing the little thumb in the dike. Yeah. There could be creatures that have 20 sense gates, 30 sense gates. Yeah? 
consciousness isn't defined by the gates that it goes through. There's no, there's no limit of consciousness. There's no quantity to it. We're in an apparatus that's five or six sense gates. There's instincts that have different ones. Yeah, it spills out wherever there's an opening. It's just like light. Wherever you, where there's an opening, light will be coming in. Yeah. It's not. Oh, that's a very thin light. No, it's huge and it's moving through this little bit of possibility. That's what these are. So that's it. Let's have lunch. <laughs>